Efioke Fanga, professionally known as Fioki, is a Nigerian guitarist, music producer, and music arranger who has been instrumental to the success of a plethora of Nigerian hit songs, from Dibanji's Scapegoat, Simi's Teeth, Davido's Gobe, Kistanyo's Woju and Laye, Adekunle Gold's Oriente and No Forget, Yemi Alade's Kissing and Ferrari, Techno's Duro to Simi's Jeromi, Fioki's skill and artistry has been undeniable. I stopped by his studio to discuss his musical journey, guitar tips, navigating the Nigerian music industry, and so much more, all on this episode of the SNC Podcast. I am your host, Fala Shade Anozier. Welcome to the show, Fioki. Thank you, Shade. <laughs> nice to see you. After many years, you abandoned us, right? Now, Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to where? I to Nigeria. Know. I've been coming to Nigeria. You've been coming, I never saw you. I so know. it feels like I'm just seeing you That's after true. many years. It's yeah. been like, last time we saw was what, 2014, right? Yeah, no, 2014, 2013. 2013, oh my God. Like four years ago. Wow. We were starting Simi's no, project. Yeah, I know. But it couldn't have been 20, it was 2014. We saw last what we were doing, Thief. Can you imagine? That's true. The our first project. Yes. And we have released album. Oh, we have done it. singles <laughs> and released album. I'm seeing you after album. Like last, we did album last year. We're seeing this year. Abby, don't Good worry. to see you again. Likewise, yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. I think I understand market value. Mm-hmm. What the market wants to hear. What people wants to hear because we are not doing music for ourselves. We're doing it for you, not me. So I have to give you what you want to hear. That's what it call market value, what yeah. the audience wants to hear. That's why I'm standing out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how do you go about, I guess, um, locating that for someone who is listening right now? It's like, you know, how do you go about knowing what market value is? If you could like, speak more about that. With my years of experience, I've been playing in a band for over 10 years. Then came for a reality show. Then started working in studio for over 16 years now. I've been working, recording with different artists from gospel to secular Understanding the difference between church and secular music. Understanding the difference between studio and stage. On stage, you can do anything you want to do. You can freestyle. You know, because after then it goes off. But in the studio, anything you record can travel to anywhere in the world. So you have to be very careful of what you're dropping there. Because you don't know what where your sound will fly to, will travel to. So studio, you have so many backup. Plenty of things are playing already. And they say, Fioki, we still guitar on this song. Oh, this thing is full already. Where will I put my guitar? It's very, very, very technical and very sensitive. So if you are not matured and very, very smart, you can't play on digital music, especially Nigerian music, that you have plenty of things. So what you, what I do is I understand when to play, when not to play, when to complement, when to do signature, when to do rhythm, when to do tenor, you get, when to harmonize. I always use Simi as an example, like smile for me, even if it's sad, that song, eh? If you listen to that song, that song has Dolly Parton, has Ebenezer uh, Obey, then has I Life. So I needed to analyze the music first when Oscar sent it to me. Say, Fioki, okay, there's a job. I needed to sit down in my workshop here where you are, where you are right now. Yeah. I needed to analyze the music first and I understood that this is what I'm going to do. I need to bring this genre and put it inside this song because of what I'm hearing. Simi's voice, another thing entirely. So I needed to understand the feel that the song requires first, the choice of tone, the approach, the power in the block, the way you strike, you strike and become noise. Yeah, I was gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll still get to that. Yeah, so, I want you to talk about that. so there are plenty of things I put into consideration with my years of experience on stage, 
Because in band, you get to play different amakosa, reggae, this, that. Once I hear any sound, I can tell where you're coming from. So from there, it was very easy for me to record on these songs. Yeah. And I think we kind of jumped ahead a little, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But just to take us back, you know, to your background, you are originally, you're not your original, you were born in Akwai Bum State. Mm-hmm. And um, can you talk to us about just what it was like growing up, how your interest in music developed, and also not just in music, why you chose the guitar as an instrument that you wanted to use to showcase your artistry? Okay, I was born in Port Harcourt, then moved to Akwai Bum. That's where I did my primary and secondary school. I remember when I was six some years back so many years back when this children choir orthodox in, in your if you're from a choir you know about apostolic methodist church so this man was teaching us so far notation so so far family before you could translate it to ethic or choir our language so what he normally did then was to teach us how to translate before they now put the words on each notes so by so doing i was able to sing so far notation, but I never knew I was going to play instrument after some years. So if I if I heard Igbo lang Igbo song, I could easily use Biro to write the notes. But I, w- I may not be able to sing it, but yeah. the note, the sound, I could write it. So I was able to detect sound before I started playing instruments. So I started playing instruments in year 2000 after my SSC. I finished my SSC in 99. From a taxi driver, I was learning my guitar from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. That when he comes back from work after the whole day, we now use candle. There was no light. I'll go to his house. We'll be using candle to learn how to play guitar. As he was playing me, I was writing. Because I just needed to know Dirty Last of Family Radio on guitar. Just show me the notes. Then I could play anything. So after three months, I didn't have money to continue my lessons. And I was selling in a shop then. So I started going from one church to another. I'd be looking for a church that has evening service from Wednesday to Thursday. I was a volunteer then just to have access to guitar. So that helped me a lot to be able to play, playing praise and worship. Then I was lucky enough to have some people that gave me some books. Some white guys in a shop I was selling there. They stopped by and said, oh, I like your guitar. I have some books for you. They brought it for me. So then I was able to read some books. I get to realize that guitar is beyond just playing it. You need to know some theories. So I learned how to play chords, major seven, augmented chords. And not just knowing them, then applications too. Then after applying them, I tried to locate them, identify them when I listen to music. Because once you read something, you need to be able to apply them. So when I listen to music, I try to add, okay, this sounds like this chord I was playing. So I tried to identify them. By so doing, it was helpful. Then I've, I've had this uh, cultural band experience as well. I was in a masquerade band as well in the village. Like this Christmas that just passed, if I were in my village, if I were a villager, you come to a village square where December will be playing that village square that cultural dance you wear mask and all that so those platform gave me the percussive experience when i play my guitar i'm a percussionist when i play guitar as well so if you listen to my guitar i could kind of hear some kind of percussion so i know how to bounce on the beat so the experience was then i was actually what kind of struggle is this i never <laughs> yeah. knew Definitely. it was actually building me to now so i really appreciate the process that's yeah. so oh my gosh your, your background is so amazing because at the time it was not amazing yeah. but like you said just looking back now you see how it has made you become the number one recording guitarist that you are now yeah i wanted to ask you, your mom or dad your mom uh, your mom and dad who was um into music nobody in my family yeah. my mom was i remember my mom was in a women's choir okay mm-hmm. but i know my family they love music but nobody actually did music i just picked it up yeah i think it was out of frustration i knew okay i finished going to school there was not nobody to send me to school my parents couldn't even have money they, I did, they didn't even pay my school fees in secondary school it just chased me out of exams every they would chase me at like 20 minutes now leave this boy now 
Now in the cry phase for class till I finished my secondary school. That was the struggle. I said, oh, so just secondary school. So who, who now pay my university? Mm-hmm. No, I say I need to look for something. I picked up guitar, and that was a very, very, very smart move. I think God actually directed me to choose guitar because guitar is one of my favorite instruments. And do you play any other instrument? I play the bass. I play the keyboard. I used to direct music in church as well, choir of one fifty. I'm a music director. I can direct the whole music session, like live performance. I know what violinist, trumpeter, their sound. When you're playing with the band, I know what line horns can play keyboard can play i know their chord their choice of tones what harmony the choir should sing alto tenor then i used to i used to write book on bass and teach people when they didn't worry mm. till tomorrow i see i have a, a legacy in delta state that's awesome yeah at what point did you now say i want to play with artists i moved from a quiet room to worry where i was schooled at school i studied mechanical engineering after then i went for a reality show called star quest in uh, yeah. 2008 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where i won with my diamonds crew diamonds then mm-hmm. we were signed to kenny's music for a year contract then after a year contract expired as usual another set came then i was lucky I was already attracted to more hits then because they were the big shot then. So I always liked Don Jazzy's sound and production because it sounded like my kind of sound. I wanted to associate people like that. So And that's why I say love attraction. So uh, lucky enough, Bankuli actually collected my number at one event like that. So after four months, they called me. And before you know, he said, "Can you, are you with your guitar? Can you come to Maryland? And, and said, yes, I was free then. And I drove down to Maryland. It was Mohit's house. That's where <laughs> Scapegoat by the Bunch came out. So I recorded that guitar for Scapegoat. Then they released the song. I recorded the song with Sometimes Match. They released the song in October. Then I joined the Bunch band. They said, okay, you played guitar on this, join our band. That's how I started playing with the Bunch. And our first show was at Celebration in October 2010. From there, I played for the Bunch like four years. Then joined Flavor in 2014. So before this, people started appreciating guitar on hip-hop platform because i was working with cobams too yeah. that year that 2010 as well while i was working with the bunch on stage performances i was working with cobams me lighton and others so i was doing all those commercials and all that then uh, started playing with other artists you talked about the importance of the pluck mm-hmm. so can you speak on the power in the pluck for each song there's a mood of like techno duro wasn't a harsh song this delivery was mild so as a guitarist, if you want to approach songs like that, you don't go and attack the song. Your dynamics has to be very soft. So that's why I say the power in your plug. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, the command in your plug as well. There's a way you strike your note to sound like you're not confident, you're not sure about what you're doing. It's like you're talking. Me, I don't, I don't play guitar, I talk. I see guitar as microphone, while others see guitar as instrument. So I need to listen to your vocals. I need to understand the drive of the music. I work based on what you give me. If you sing in a very soft tone, I'll not go and strike it too hard. I'll counter the soul yeah, of the music. Awesome. So that's why I said the power in the plug and understanding yeah. the dynamics of every music. You talked about Simi Smile for me. You talked about Techno Zero. Mm. Let's go to a couple of other songs that you, you know, played. So many. I know, I know. I have so many of them. Yeah, so the first one I want to talk about is Kiss Daniel. You have Woju and Laie. Yeah, Kiss Daniel was, that was his first song yes, yes. under Duo Wife. Mm-hmm. And it was me and DJ Kublon that actually came up with that sound. And it was a massive hit. One of the songs that brought Fioki's sound out. Mm-hmm. I was to ask, what for you was the defining song that, you know, made people like pay major attention to? That was the Woju. Woju now made reference to The Bunch Came Good. That was how David Do was chasing me for like yeah, two weeks before we now played for Gobe. <laughs> how, how was that? It was a one-take recording. I just 
plugged guitar. I, I'm not surprised, Sha, because even when we did teeth. Uh-huh. You remember yeah. when we recorded teeth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very one takey. <laughs> one take. One take can be risky sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But, yeah, you still but... need to come back to edit some, some stuff. Things. Yeah. Yeah. What about Adekunle's Oriente? Yeah, so that's his first project from my camp with yes. oscar mm-hmm. yeah you did inside of you yeah i've seen oscar that i love 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 that song obviously i have to ask you flavor golibe yeah i took golibe pick I up did. your phone so many songs the whole guitar in its flavor stample yeah. album yeah me like this too kissing yeah kissing ferrari yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. um what has been your most memorable session so far Basically, most of the sessions I work from my studio. I had a very amazing session with Adekunle Gold. I think that was the last track too. Uh, the song featuring Simi was the track. Uh, no forget. No forget. Yeah, that was the last track that I did with uh, Adekunle Gold in the studio. Then uh, we went to Inagbe Resort with Simi too. We had an amazing time <laughs> trying to create the sound because we needed to create something different from every other artist. Because she's different. Mm-hmm. So we need to go a different zone to be able to draw inspiration from the water. <laughs> Without mommy water, we inspire, <laughs> inspire us. Yeah. It was amazing. We created some beautiful and amazing sound with Oscar. Oscar has, has always been a very good chemistry with me and Simi mm-hmm. as well. And what has it been like working with Flavor? All this, what, what is it about Flavor that makes you people work so well? The difference between Flavor and The Bunch is The Bunch is an entertainer and an artist too. Flavor is an entertainer, is a performer and a musician. The difference between musician and artist is artist only understands the stage and high performance. But musicians understand when you have an instrumentalist playing for you, you can tell that, okay, this one is good. Be able to tell the person why you're telling the other person that it is good. The bunch will only hype you, ah, my guitar is so bad. <laughs> but, but Flavor will tell you the reason why I'm bad. He so will tell you, okay, Fioki plays so called because he plays instruments. That's why you see, Flavor understands if I strike a note, it will get to Flavor more than the bunch mm. it to touch him more so flavor understand that okay fioki has something the bunch understand that fioki is good but flavor understand that i'm not just good i understand what i'm doing but That's i learned so much from the bunch the, what i learned from the bunch was his confidence on stage you know if you are like 100 crowd he doesn't care <laughs> so that's one thing I learned from yeah. the bunch to be confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you speak about some of the challenges that you face just coming up from like so much frustration? Industry, eh? Just even till now. Like the upcoming guitarists are actually seeing the the results now. They don't even know what I went through since 2010. People that gave me credit wholeheartedly was Yemi Alade, Kiz Daniel, and Faturanki and others. Mm-hmm. Flavor does it effortlessly. effortlessly. Can post you on his page. Your performance and all that it doesn't take anything from you that's what to say you get what i'm saying yeah. it doesn't take any, you are growing and you're helping other, other people part of industry to grow now i don't i don't even struggle to get credit anymore but before you get produced by but you hate another instrument because i'm not just a guitarist in the studio i'm a co-producer when i record a people's song i dwell into the project i think with the i think like the producer i think like this the artist i try to understand them so I'm like a co-producer. I, I, I do the final touch of that production before mixing and mastering. People still took advantage of me then. I decided to fight. I was fighting like, you didn't give me this. Then I'll be promoting. I will go to their page and repost it. I played guitar on this. So, so people get to see yeah. that. This is not just about you mm-hmm. and the producer. Yeah. There's an extra sound. Before you know, people started giving me credit. And I started playing on hit songs. So those hit songs now gave me confidence, gave other people the, the opportunity to be able to say, okay, Fioki wants it on our song. So they will now say guitar by Fioki. So be able to be able to make reference to yeah. your previous hit songs. Oh, he made this song a hit song. So he's part of this song as well. So that's why I decided to give me credit. Yeah. If not for that, 
I would have just been a normal guitarist. But mm. I thank God for everything. God actually made everything work out this way. If it was for Nigerian artists, they wouldn't give you credit. But I appreciate those that gave me credit yeah. a lot. Shout out to all the artists <laughs> that gave me the platform. I hail Luna. I'll get back to a couple of more points. Some of the credits that you have received, Simi's Simi Solar album, mm. Flavors, A Jealous and Thankful album. You have Pato Rankings, God Over Everything album. You have Adekunle Gold's Gold album. In fact, eh, people like Adekunle Gold, I appreciate them. Okay. Every other artist, yeah, Pato Ranky, Dare, yeah, Simi, Praise, uh, praise Yemi Flavor, Yemi Alade. Some of you that have never, have not called your name, I don't. It's not like I'm ignoring <laughs> you, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to thank God for the little platform because I want to prove so many people wrong that you can still be in Africa and don't think like Africans. Mm. Yeah, because we we tend to allow this uh, mentality affect us in so many things, greed and other things. Like if I were in America in a Western world, just imagine since 2010, I've influenced 30 percent of Nigerian hit songs, and these people, the artists, they are so comfortable once they pay you. There are some people, if I want to do business with them, like, can we do dealership? They will ignore you totally. They just don't want, don't want you to get that 5% of your input on their project. So that 5%, if you mention it to them, they will avoid you. They will blank you. They are, they are ready to go and look for one street boy where that can't even produce it. Say, yeah, put this kick. Yeah, I had. Okay, music done ready. For them not to give you that your percentage, they will go to and look for one boy on the street that is looking for opportunity to work with big, big artists. Yeah. Oh, they can take advantage of them. But for, for, for them to give you that contract, that's your paper split sheet. Mm-hmm. Once they get split sheet, ah, this guy wants to come and eat us, so mm-hmm. they will run. But now everybody, 2018 is different. Artists are bowling. Producers are not happy. Everybody's awake. Mm-hmm. So they should be ready. Even me, Seb, I yeah. don't wake up. I was about to say that. You uh, were also going to make a posting contract. Split sheet yeah. all the way. Yeah. Now the way forward with yeah. that too. Everybody must buy a house now. Nah. <laughs> We're not getting younger. So um, when people want to work with you, do they reach out to your manager or they reach out to you directly? Because I feel like sometimes uh, it, it makes it easier for creative. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem too. Yeah. Once you, you give them, you can talk to my manager, they feel, ah, this one not the package also. <laughs> eh? They want to talk to you direct. Yeah. And me, I know how to deal with them too direct. So mm, okay. I can split myself. When it comes to business, yes. I, I, I'm not fioki. Um, when it comes to music, I'm fioki. Exactly. When it comes to business, I'd yeah. switch i talk to you like business. Because I feel like that, exactly. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're able to, because some, some people don't know how to no, no, you know, no, no. balance. Those. I know how to switch. <laughs> and you are going to, eh, I like money. Ask exactly. Oscar and I will tell you. <laughs> you don't owe me, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you owe me. <laughs> it's the music business. You yeah, know, you I'm a businessman. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm a businessman. Yeah. You have to pay but... me my money. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that, you know, you touched on that because that's mm. one of, that's something I wanted to really talk about mm. that, you know, the challenges that you face. And I'm glad that, you know, slowly but surely you're overcoming that. And I, one of the smartest things I was I was able to do was uh, to be able to convince this artist that I don't need to be driving to your studio to record because once you drive to their studio, they'll just give you anything you want. Ah, Baba, you know, say, would they try to push this thing on music? Money no day yet, so they just, you say, you don't already record guitar finish. You know, go fit clean your guitar, come on, you go collect them now, <laughs> go house. So once you are, you are in your, your own zone, you, you position them from phone. You will pay you first before you start to record. So apart from paying you, for them to even decide to send money to your account, that means they only have confidence in you. By the time you make references to like one, two, three, four songs that you have recorded and uh, they know these songs was a hit. Oh, Fioki did this without staying in the artist studio. He did it from his own side. And by so doing, I kept doing that for one, two, three. So I became constant. So everybody believes that, okay, just send your song to Fioki and leave the rest for him. 
And from a uh, legal perspective, what do you think the government can do to empower? Because, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about publishing in Nigeria mm. and how, like, that's, like, like you said, split sheets and all mm. these different things. Do you think that producers and all these social musicians, all of you that you need to band together and ensure that you're enforcing split sheets and all these royalties or that's the job of the government to enforce it? See, I don't trust government for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because government can't even sort uh, the whole citizen, talkless of musicians. Mm. Ah, we are wasting our time. <laughs> so we need to create our own government, our own body. The producers, mm. the guitarists, mm-hmm. the people that feel uh, they're not getting their they are not getting their royalties right. I think even lawyers, we need to involve lawyers. Mm, of course, get a body that actually protects and make these artists understand that it's not just about them. It's a teamwork. Mm. Because that way in America, for the ball like this. I mean, mm. but America still has its own Wahala. It's it its own, so at least it's the gay artists, they understand it. The shit. Mm-hmm. Let's start somewhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's the idea now. <laughs> yeah. We must be happy, everybody. Because what you see, where I don't understand these artists, they spend so much money to push their song. That's what they will tell you. But if you give me 10%, out of your 90 it doesn't take anything from you and we don't ask for too much we are not dragging your 50 percent. just 10 that 10 percent will say you won't finish then <laughs> but we are we are growing it's yeah. improving everybody's everybody's happy to yeah. some extent and everybody's trying to fix up their lives this mm. 2018 right <laughs> 2018 yeah. everybody, uh, everybody well, needs to sit up right right mm. all right now let's go on to the fun random questions you ready okay first question is if you had to decide one week in Obudukatu Ranch mm. or a nice hotel in France, I'll go to France because I haven't been there. I just want to, uh, I'm in Nigeria already. Yeah. And I've been to Obudukatu Ranch right. before, so I need How to explore. I've never been there before. Very nice. You'll like it. You won't even believe you're in Nigeria, Nigeria. first. So I keep on mm. hearing. If you could restore one broken relationship, mm. which one would it be and why? Okay. I have a friend that believed in me. His name is uh, OJ. I had an artist with that period that we were trying to discover Simi. So the guy actually, he has been like my fan from way back when I was playing guitar then he was a saxophonist. He always believed in me. So now I saw him in Lagos. I feel like, ah, I would like to work with you. Then I had a company then. I was working, trying to push an artist. Okay, so the guy decided to partner with me. At some point, he invested some money and I invested, but the artist actually betrayed us. He lost his money. So he was now feeling like uh, myself and the artist were actually connived yeah? yeah so at some point i was feeling bad shut down studio for one year i'm still trying to look for him i feel like i'm still owing something that's the only person i feel like i've offended yeah. and i'm owing yeah. because he believed in me so much and decided to invest which is not easy yeah you are not my brother so that's a broken yeah, relationship like I've, I've had so far yeah. so with time i feel I, I believe i will reconcile with yeah. him and i believe he understands that i needed to bounce back to be able to get my feet in the industry mm-hmm. uh-huh. so I'm still looking forward to seeing yeah. him. So I've, I've lost contact with him. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully he's listening, you know, and he mm. knows himself. And that's such a very sweet thing mm. because a lot of people, they are owing people money and they're just sleeping good. Yes. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? And that's like I don't like thing. owing people. Yeah. I always, anytime I always remember, ah, this guy went all out for me. Yeah. Believe in me so much. Have... And invest, he invested over 2, 2.2 million, over oh, wow. almost 2.5 as of 2013. That's a lot. But he didn't work out. Yeah. And before then, he had an experience and he he shared the experience to me yeah and the same thing now happened to me on my platform so i felt so bad well i hope you're able to fix it this year and by grace of god yeah now my final question is if you were a doctor which field of medicine would you want to specialize in surgeon why i would just like to i like to explore (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like to see what we really she passed. You want to explore, you man? <laughs> and I will do it very well because yeah. I'm a very, very, very detailed person. In everything I do, I don't just do things. I'm very detailed. I like to to get things right. I don't like uh, uh, shortcuts. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that forever. As you obviously become a very well established guitarist in Nigeria and even in Africa, can you speak about anybody or people that you're trying to mentor? Are they people reaching out to you that they want to learn all these different things? So many. Yeah. I, I get so many messages from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I feel like I'm I'm just trying to put up my brand to some extent mm-hmm. because so many people out there. I feel like it has blown to me. I've not started anything mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. So, but I thank God so far for the platform and where he has brought me yeah. to. Next week now, I have like two guitarists. I'm having an appointment with. I will just share my little experience with them because I, can, I need to help them grow as well. I can't share all my secrets. I will just show them road. Yeah. <laughs> Let's grow together. <laughs> Even Coke said, never give, the, give us formula right, now. Right, yeah, right. So, uh, now. Any projects that you can tell us exclusively they are working on this? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do Fioki with artists okay. before... It used to be guitar by Fioki mm-hmm. on artist project. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be doing I'm playing guitar on your song. Yeah. You say guitar baby. I'm doing my project right now. It's gonna be Fioki teaming up with Nigerian artists. Yeah. It's like a payback. Give back to Fioki what he has given to you guys in the past seven years. So I have a song already. Yeah, you do. With Jiwa yeah. And Ricardo Bang is already out there. I have another jam with Flavor. It's going to be my next single with Flavor after this. I'm, I'm working with Ron Town, working with Saudi Soul. See me at the Lego, they're already on standby. So, you mean Alade and every other artist? I just want to use guitar to make statement like, you mean somebody can actually use guitar to do this? Can actually live on guitar? Because you feel like guitar is, I used to see guitar is like, after all, you must end up playing for artists. I don't see myself like that. You can see me like that, me. I don't see myself like that. The SNC podcast is produced by Fola Shade Anozie and Tommy Wafaumi. To ensure that you do not miss out on subsequent episodes, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Mixcloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. So that's T-H-E-S-N-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We are also active on Twitter and Instagram at the same name. Alternatively, I am on Twitter at Shade Nonconform. Till next week, cheers.